It's good to see you this morning. Amen. I can feel the strength this morning. Amen. Amen. I 
Amen. Let's give opportunity to special singers now. Amen. 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 There's a sister here. I think this is the. Say, praise God, brethren. This is Sister Patience and Sister Irene. Amen. If you're here, please. Olimba Luigi was to give them Kama. And my weakness is made perfect in your unfailing love. The things I do may not mean much. They seem so insufficient I don't understand how this poor gift Can bring such delight to you With every small step that I take I take it to in the wrong direction Yet you're always by my side Gently guiding me I'm known perfect love and never will be. Please help me to see from my higher perspective. When we kind of stumbling along the way, and my weakness is made perfect. Thank you. 
I pray, give me more joy to serve you, Lord. Give me more joy, give me more joy to praise you, Lord. Oh, give me more joy to praise you, Lord. Oh, than I've ever praised before. My height, I pray. Give me more joy to praise before. Give me more power, give me more power to serve you more. Give me more power, give me more power to hold your wife. Oh, 
than I've ever heard before. Oh, in my heart I pray, give me more power to hold your heart. Give me more power, give me more power to hold your heart. Give me more power. To hold your heart, oh, than I've ever held before. Oh, let it be my portion. Give me more power to hold your heart. Stand the light, stand the light. For the Lord is coming soon. Stand the light, stand the light, stand the light, stand the light. Oh, the Lord is coming soon. Stand the light, you can stand the light, stand the light. You can sing it with me. Oh, stand the light. Oh, for the Lord is coming soon. Stand the light, you can stand the light, stand the light, hallelujah, stand the light, for the Lord is coming soon, stand the light, may God bless you. Amen. Blessed be his name, God bless you my brother, Amen. 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 we appreciate that special song. To see my, uh, Amen, let me have. One more person. Amen. Here is a uh, brother, Pat, uh, brother Enoch and Sister Patricia. Uh, brother Enoch and Sister Patricia. Amen. Amen. Going home, it seems lately I'm 
Brothers, 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 Amen. He goes through the fire to save us. Amen. You believe he went through the fire to save you? Amen. How many know that song? Amen. Amen. But you, if you know the Lord is tremendous, Amen. Then you know the song. The, brothers can, the brother can give us the lyrics here. Amen. If you don't know it, learn with us so that when you go back home, and you can also sing to others. Amen. Amen. Come on, brother. When I'm in need, come on. When I'm in need, I call on the Lord, and He hears me. Yes, He helps me. He is faithful and true. Won't forget His own. Oh, my companion, my best friend, the only true God, and a wonderful Savior, Jesus, the Lion of Judah. Let me hear you. Oh, His strength never failing. He gone the fire just to save a sinner. He's almighty. He sent His angel. Guide me. Oh, oh. I could cannot handle I could his simplicity. Oh, 
glory. The greatest love story. That's what that is. Serious, amen. <laughs> what a mighty God we serve! Oh, what a mighty God we serve! Oh, what a mighty, what a mighty, what a mighty God we serve! Oh, what a mighty God we serve! Oh, what a mighty God we serve! Oh, what a mighty, what a mighty, what a mighty God we serve! Praise the Lord. Oh, yeah. Let's sing and praise the Lord. Let's sing and praise. 
Kwisa. Oh yeah. What a mighty Kwisa. Oh, what a mighty, what a mighty, what a mighty Kwisa. Sister, let's sing and praise the Lord. Oh yeah. Let's sing and praise the Lord.
Jesus pass through. Oh, I fly away. Let's talk on that. Amen. You know when the Ark of the Covenant came to the camp, they were shouting in Israel. It happened then. Now, let's give him a shout of praise. 
Aleluya. Aleluya, aleluya. Amina, amina. I mean, this song we sing back at home. He says, I saw the Lord. And he answered me. And deliver me. If you know it, look up with me. From every fear. Those who look on me. Those who look on me. Oh, already There will never be a same. Oh, there will never be a same. Lift your voices. Home again, far. The Lord with me. Oh, come and soar. Amen. Many you may be seated for a while. Just to catch your breath. Amen. Amen. Do you love him this morning? Amen. As we prepare to hear from the Lord. Amen. That's what we have to, our, our part to do to worship the Lord. And then the preacher will come. Amen. And does his part. Amen. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Do you thank the Lord for his grace? Amen. This, uh, this song we wanted to sing yesterday. Amen. I wonder if the brother has it. it. Says, Holy Ghost, let your love surround me. Amen. We just sing it in a, in a peaceful environment. And then, amen, just to worship a little bit to God. Amen. Lord, I come to you. Let my heart be changed and renewed. Flowing from the grace that I found in you. 
And Lord, I've come to know the weaknesses you see in me will be stripped away by the power of your love. I mean, if you know, you can sing with me. Holy Ghost, oh, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, let your love surround me. Your love is part to surround you. Amen. Let's get to our feet as we worship Him.
Let's sing this chorus. You don't have to worry. Amen. And don't you be afraid. For joy comes in the morning. Troubles they don't last away. Oh, there's a friend. is broken oh just lift your let's lift up hands and say oh i know that i can make it oh i know that i can stand oh no matter what may come my way my life is in your hands oh with jesus with jesus i can take it Oh, with Him I know I can stand. No matter, no matter what may come my way, my life is in Your heart. So when your friends they seem to let you down, and all your friends and loved ones. I know where to be found. Oh, remember, there's a friend in Jesus. There's a friend in Jesus. Oh yeah, who will wipe away? Oh well, and if your heart is broken, oh, just lift your hands and say, Oh, I know that I can make it. Come my way, my life is in. Oh, with Jesus, with Jesus, with Jesus, I can take it. Oh, with Him, I know. Oh, no matter what may come my way, my life is in Your hand. I know my Redeemer. My Redeemer, let all creation testify, oh, let His life within me, oh, I know, my Redeemer, as we lift up our hands to the Lord, oh, well, I know, my Redeemer, Amen. Let's see the name of the Lord. Amen. How many know that their Redeemer lives? Amen. He lives within us. Amen. Won't you turn around and 
shake your brother's hands. Amen. Let's take time to fellowship with one another. Amen. This is the best thing for Christian, you know. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be his holy name. Amen. Let's sing this chorus. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. I know my strength. I will always seek to honor his command. Amen. Do you, do you feel that way? Oh, I play allegiance to the Lamb with all Amen. 
There's no reason to doubt God can do it again Yesterday and the day before Oh, He is always the same There's no reason to doubt God can do Let's put on that together God can do it again Oh, and again and again There's no reason to doubt God can And the day before, he's always the same. There's no reason to doubt. God can do. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. Oh, I have decided to follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Well, we just want to give time to the word. This morning, Brother Michael Ray is going to speak to us one more time. How many enjoyed last night? Amen. How many enjoyed this early morning? Hallelujah. We have more this, this morning. God has more for you. Slap your neighbor and tell them God has more for you. Don't forget what he has done for you. But he has more for you. Will Jesus I'll never forget what you've done for me? Will Jesus I'll never forget what you've set me free? Oh Jesus I'll never forget how you brought me out oh yes jesus i'll never forget no never yeah once again jesus i'll never forget what you've done for me oh jesus i'll never forget how you set me free oh jesus i'll never forget how you I'll never forget No, never He brought me out He brought me out Told out my way He set my face He set my feet On the road to stay He put a soul He put a soul In my soul to stay A song of praise A song of praise Hallelujah He brought me he brought me out over my way. He set my feet. He set my feet on the road to stay. He put a soul. He puts a soul in my soul to stay. A song of praise. A song of praise. Hallelujah. Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Jesus, I'll never forget how you broke me out. Jesus, I'll never forget. No, never. One more time, never forget what you've done for me. I'd say that's a shout of victory in the camp. That's a shout. You heard about a shout this morning, I think, didn't you? Yeah. The shout continues. Amen. We're going to keep surrounded. Amen. 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 I want to greet you all this morning from back home. 
The church back home gives you greetings, Brother Bisco, Brother Tom, Brother Tim, all everybody there just wants e to definitely say hello. Amen. We're just a lovely body. We love each one of you. So thrilled to see what the Lord's been doing in, in the country of Uganda. It's been such, a, such an encouragement, such a strength to see how the Lord's been moving. May he continue to move. Amen. You know the scripture of Jehu in the Bible? You know that scripture about Jehu? You know how it talks about Jehu and his chariot? You all know that? Yeah. You ever know what it feels like if you rode in that chariot that Jehu drove quite wildly? I drove like Jehu this morning with Brother Basabosa. <laughs> Amen. We were coming to, coming to church this morning. It was a little bit like Jehu. Because <laughs> God had a purpose this morning. And we're going to preach the word of Amen. 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 We sure love him, don't we? Amen. Let's turn to our scriptures this morning. I actually was going a different direction. And I have uh, actually have two sets of notes up here. And so I thought I was going one way, but uh, we're just going to change directions a little bit this morning. Just believe the Lord has a will to this morning. Amen. Amen. We're going to turn the scripture to Isaiah 59. This is a scripture that everybody probably knows quite well. It's one of those scriptures that are like a banner scripture. Amen. So we'll start in verse 15, uh, 19 of chapter 59. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift a standard against him. Kale balitia elinyaliamu kama kuvebo ebu guanjuba nechiti bache kuvebo vanjuba kubanga omulabe bwalisi bwali janga amataba mukama alisula edalo kumwanganga. And the redeemer shall come to Zion and unto them that turn from transgression in Jacob, saith the Lord. Era omnenuzalija esayuni neria abachuka okuva mukusovia muyakobo bwayogera mukama. As for me, this is my covenant with them, saith the Lord, my spirit that is upon thee, and my words which I have put in thy mouth shall not depart out of thy mouth, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, nor out of the mouth of thy seed's seed, saith the Lord from henceforth and forever. Nange eno yendagano yange, 
jenda gana na bobu ayogera mukama omoyo gwange oguli kugwe ne bigambo byange byenta demo kamwako tebivenga mukamwako ne wankuba demo kamwake zadde lyo ne wankuba demo kamwake zadde lye zadde lyo bwayogera mukama okusoka kakano ne mirembe ne mirembe amen amen i love that part of the verse i thy, my words which i have put in thy mouth shall not depart out of thy mouth nor out of the mouth of thy seed or out of the mouth of thy seed seed amen amen that's not man saying that it says saith the lord amen it's the seed or, or should say thy mouth this is a multi-generational scripture here right? amen. amen whoever is speaking to it said it's never going to go away because when I put my seed in thy mouth it's going to be in thy seed seed's mouth in thy seed seed's mouth amen because it's everlasting God's word don't die. Oh, sir. Amen. 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 Let's bow our head in prayer. Precious Heavenly Father. Lord, we approach your word this morning. Lord, the revealed word that we are so thankful for. Lord, that we don't stand here in some organization. But Lord, you've given us eyes to see. Ears to hear. Oh Lord, help us not to take that for granted. Never let us take, Lord, this message for granted. So Lord, if there's someone here whose eyes have been closed shut, May your word go forth and open them. May the ears be unstopped, Lord. Lord, they could hear the word like never before this morning. And that life would come forth. We commit this service to you now. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 God bless you. May have your seats this morning. I'm going to take it maybe just a tad slower this morning. <laughs> because we got a couple more services. Right. Amen. We'll try. I said try and go slower this morning. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take the title this morning. We'll just title it A Generation with Power. Amen. Many people have preached on power. There's the power of choice. There's the power of the cross. There's the power of the blood. There's the power over sin. 
There's the power of the spoken word. There's the power of grace. The word of his power. Power to pursue. Power of You know, these are all titles you know, when humans are actually consumed with the desire for power. Yes. Yes. So, somehow they, they, there's a desire to, to be powerful. Some desire strength, power. There was a, a gentleman in 2014. He set a new world record. With a 500 pound log, he lifted 500 pound log. That's some power. That's some serious strength. Anybody done that last night? Lifted 500 pounds? No, not recently. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. <laughs> This gentleman also, he did a raw squat. Who's ever, who knows what a squat is? A squat, like gym class. You know, you go down and you do squats. You ever done that? You know, you put, you put the weights on your shoulder and you go We call that a squat. I don't know what you call it. I don't know what you call it. But this fellow in 2014, he did an 880-pound squat. 880 pounds on his shoulders, and he goes That's some serious power in them legs. Yeah. He did a 900-pound deadlift. So that's if you do a deadlift, you can lift up 900 pounds. And he did a 629-pound bench press. Power. Power. You didn't think you were coming to fitness class, did you? Man has mental power. There's men, that ha there's men and women that have minds that are just incredible. And they desire more. The search for man wisdom. It's like an insatiable thirst. Man, desire, man has built machines. To lift spaceships, spaceships into space. These are, these are all just different forms of a power. There's electrical power. There was some lightning, I think, or some thunder yesterday. In the clouds, there's, there's lightning bolts. Now, one lightning bolt. When it zaps the ground, it has enough power in a bolt of lightning, just one. 
And it comes out like that. Just that fast, you blink and it's gone. But in that one bolt of lightning, it could light up or it could power 56 homes for about one day. Just like that. There's There's the natural disasters. Anybody ever seen a hurricane or a tornado? There's a power in that. Yes. Amina. And man who seeks to be powerful. Presidents around the world that feel they have the most power. And yet there's a desire for more. But I want to speak today on a different power. Man can have their intellectual power. They can have their strength power. They can have their machine power. We're going to speak about a different power today. You know, when a disaster strikes, you wonder how are you going to, how would you respond? I don't know if you've ever had a major disaster. You know, do they have earthquakes or anything here? Okay. So if you were in a community and there was a massive landslide that came down. And, and the power of all that earth now that is moving to consume a community. And now things start to get in a, in a bit of a panic moment. Everything that you were doing has just ceased. And something now, some people respond differently in these situations. Some people freeze. Some panic. But some people they switch gears. Something inside of them that they didn't even really even know was there kicks into gear. Right? And so they become suddenly this, this they become calm. They start directing what needs to happen. They're running to maybe save a loved one that needs to get out of the home. Some inner strength that they didn't even know was there came to the surface. You understand? So there's a power that goes beyond. Physical, even mental, it's somewhere inside that in a moment of disaster, it comes to the surface. Alright? Amen. You know, some people are like, ah, you know, if I was in an earthquake, I would be calm as a cucumber. 
Does that make does that, is that a saying here? Yeah, and those, yeah, and it doesn't just mean you won't be faced. I, I got this. I got this. I'm okay. I'll handle everybody. I'll be the hero. And then when it happens, they're the first one running. Right? That's, usually, that's just usually how it is. It's usually the person that you'd never think. You'd never think they have something in them. Some inner strength. Yeah, see, everybody in the world, you know, they're all into yoga. Right, you know what yoga is? Inner zen. It's a negative of a real positive. There's a different inner strength that comes from above. Not from sitting cross-legged with my fingers in a circle thinking about I don't know what. But there's a real inner strength that comes in a different time. Amen? Amen. We're going to go into that a little bit. So a common response a common a common response in a time of crisis. These are the top five common responses. Some people, a crisis comes, a disaster strikes, and they actually, they, they, they will start to laugh. Be because they don't know how to process what's happening. <laughs> they, they don't know what to do. And instead of having something rise up, they resort into either laughter or just silence. This is, this is, this is actually science telling you this right now. This is what they have studied. They, this is what they say are the five common responses. Some people procrastinate. A disaster strikes. And you get in a life or death situation. And people then they want to prepare somehow. When the World Trade Center was hit by a plane. World Trade Center America. Here, here we are in a major moment of crisis. And they said 40% of the people in the tower went and gathered their personal belongings before they left the tower. You're like, the building is about to go down and you're worrying about your notepad. That's crazy. 
But it's a moment of crisis. Spiritually, moment of crisis. Satan coming in like a flood. I'll, I'll maybe maybe next service. Maybe tomorrow I'll get serious with God. I'll just get it later. My social life's much more important. You're in a tower. And it's coming down. Don't be running off for your personal belongings. Some people, they have arrogance. You know, when a hurricane came in, it comes into Florida so often. And so many people are like, nah, my host is fine. I'll put up some boards on the windows. It's all good. There's arrogance there. <laughs> Just another storm. And then what happens is in a few hours their house is not there anymore. That's right. They said in Hurricane Floyd in 1999, 70% of the people drowned. Most of them in their cars, in the flooded streets. Because despite the warning, of saying, hey, don't drive in that water. Don't go out there in that flood. It's okay, I got this. It's an arrogance in time of crisis. Say, don't go out in the world. Don't go out in the world. Don't go in the world. Don't go out. Don't play with Satan's kingdom. Don't go out and do that habit. Don't socialize with those friends. That's okay. I got this. Ah, it's arrogance in a crisis. Right. Some people in a crisis moment, they get tunnel vision. And they get so focused on just one thing. Some people in, in a, in many times in a flood. They get so focused on their on their cat. Everything's flooding. The hurricanes coming through. And they're barely, barely surviving. But my cat is inside. It's like you're going to die. But they get tunnel vision. On one little thing. Right? You get so focused maybe on a certain habit. Spiritually I'm speaking. And that is all you can think of. Your whole focus is there. He's saying, uh -uh, there's much more happening around you right now. You need to get to Christ. Forget about the habit. Some people in a crisis. 
they just go into paralyzed. They get paralyzed. They freeze up. Happens often. You go into a state of war. And it's just, there's just so much going on. It's just a catastrophe all around. And some people, they just freeze. That's where if you look into studies, they study about what's called a thousand-yard stare. It's where a soldier's just standing there and he's just looking. And every chaos is all around him. But he's in such a state of shock. He's just paralyzed. That's how it is sometimes in spiritual crisis. You get in such a state of spiritual trauma. Emotional trauma. Some people just are in shock. And they're just paralyzed. These are common reactions. In a crisis. But there are some. There are a few. That react totally different. We would call them a heroic act. Some power inside of them. They don't laugh. They don't procrastinate. They don't have an arrogance. They don't got tunnel vision. They're not in shock. But they move in action. Something moves them. An inner substance starts to drive them onward. Bombs are dropping. Rains are coming down. The flood is rising, and they get in action. Amen. Amina. Amen. In Chernobyl, who knows about Chernobyl? That's when the nuclear reactor in Russia blew up. Major disaster. Late 80s. You're like, Brother Michael, that's like long before I was born. That is so long ago. It's history. Books. I was like born in 2000s. It still applies. Chernobyl. Chernobyl. They had to send divers into the radioactive water. Nobody wanted to go into, into, the, into the plant. They had to go and release a valve. And nobody wanted to go. They stood there in a room and they said to the workers that were in there. They said we need three people. To go back into the plant. 
go into the water in the dark and find this valve. And most people, not me. Not happening. But three, they're like, I'll do it. Something different was inside them. From everyone else that was sitting in that same room. Say, try, and ex- try and explain that. It's just an inner power. Amen. Amen. Everybody know about the Titanic? Yeah. You know, on the Titanic, of course, it went down and thousands of people died. Titanic, But you know who is thought to be the last person that went into the water? It's usually the, the captain of the boat. But one of the chefs. You say, well, who is that exactly? Probably a nobody on the But he was tossing people into boats. He was tossing chairs chairs overboard. And finally, as the boat went down, he was the last one to hang on the rail and go down with the boat. Most people are running back and forth trying to find a spot on a lifeboat and he's looking overboard tossing chairs because there are swimmers down there that needed something to float with. How are you that calm? When the boat is going down. Because something inside. Alright. One more example for you. There was a man called Louis Zamperini. What's Zamperini. 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 Uh, Italian. He's Italian. From Italy. He's what? He's from Italy. He had an extremely rough upbringing. He smoked at five. Drank at eight. Fought and stole whiskey from moonshiners. But his brother forced him to start running. So he started to run. He actually went to the Olympics. He then joined the military. And in the war, his plane got sh- it crashed. And he's in a lifeboat in the water with two other comrades. So here he's on the water for over 30 days. They have to bury one of his buddies in the water. 
47 days later 47 days on the ocean he's rescued by the enemy and so he goes to an execution island and sustained countless horrors he then went to another camp and time after time after time he was beaten somehow the, the, the leader of the camp just focused on him all the time. In fact, at one point, the, the commander of the camp had him punched in the face 220 times. That is just one out of untold amount of things he had to go through. But he something in him would not let him give up. It, it's, it's almost indescribable. The one time the, the, the captain or the, the commander had a huge, huge wooden beam. And he forced him to hold it above his head. And any, every time he would let it down, they'd beat him. He held this huge beam over his head for 37 minutes. In fact, till the commander was so upset. He was enraged and beat him again. He said, I don't even how you go through those things. But it's because there's a power inside of him compelling him. I'm going to live. I'm going to live. There's something about life. There's a drive of life. Your body just doesn't want to give up. Amen. So now, spiritually, when a disaster comes like a flood, the enemy is coming. There is one who raises a standard. Amen. I want you to just park all those examples in your mind. Just put them in the, in the back of your mind. That's a natural aspect. There's a natural power inside. But spiritually, there's a flood upon us. But then there's got to be a power. There's got to be a standard. That must rise up. To push back against the enemy. So let's step back in time just a little bit. And here, Satan's kingdom suffered a devastating blow. 
That day on Calvary. Amen. Amen. And Satan was reeling. From the impact of what had just happened. What just took place at Calvary? Satan going back to his control room. He's going back to his planning room. Saying, how do I deal with this? What just happened there on the cross? All of my plans. All of my deception. Everything I tried to do just was annihilated. Amen. 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 We'll go into it maybe in another service of what happened at that moment. But Satan had to go back. He had to devise a new plan. I need to figure out a way. I just can't let this one rise up and demolish my kingdom this way. So Satan got started going to work. He says, how do I do this? His mind goes back to the beginning in the garden. He says, well, I just must pervert the word again. I need to infiltrate the word. I need to corrupt the word. If it worked one eve. If I could just pervert it a little bit. You won't die eve. If that is what worked there, I'm going to do that again. You know, why, why, why change it up? I'm just going to go back to my original plan. I said, so now Satan starts his plan to pervert. Brother Branham says now, he says when we see God's seed begin to take hold, to grow, he says, and that fellow coming in is just as slick as he can be. He'll, he'll quote scripture. He says, Watch him, he's a deceiver. He's a deformer. A perverter. Or a corrupter of the original seed. That's what he is. You know, times have changed a little bit. So we got to adapt with the time. We need to adjust the message a little bit. We need, we need to make it a little easier. It's too strict. It's too so just a little corruption. It's, it's okay to act like the world. And go to church. It's okay to do that. I can live one way. You know, I'll come to church, raise my hand. Hallelujah. hallelujah. But I can live corrupt on the other side. Not the message I serve. But Satan's a perverter. Amen. But Abraham says, now watch for that corrupter. He'll be sly. He'll be slick. But keep your vision. Keep your vision. 
Don't get your eyes off the word. When someone says, well, you know, I don't know if Brother Branham really said that, or do you really need to follow that? You say, mm-hmm, I'm keeping my eyes on the pride. Exactly what the I tell you, you just don't accept someone says, well, you know what, the prophet said this. You say, well, you know, I don't know. You go and look up in the message. You go search it out. Don't you just swallow and say, well, yeah, Brother Branham said. Brother Branham said through your filter, I'm going to go read it myself. That's why there's a passion to get the message into your language. In the language around the world. Because you got to be able to dig into this message. You have to dig into this message for yourself. Not riding on someone else's revelation. What God reveals to you. And how can he reveal it to you if you don't dig into it? You ever play we call the game a telephone? And if I whispered a word to this brother here in his ear, and then he tells it to this, this brother, and he tells it to brother Isaac, and then he whispers it, and you just keep whispering it along. By the time he gets to the sister at the back, I guarantee you, it isn't the word that I told this brother here. It's gotten, it's gotten perverted a little bit. It's it got corrupted as it went through everybody's understanding of it. That's why you must be able to read the word yourself. You can't go through a whole bunch of people. You need to be able to read it. You need to be revealed to you. That's why we shoulder the burden to run with this message. That's why you need to shoulder the burden to run with this message. Because we will not accept. God's people will not accept. God's people will not accept a perverted word. Never. Never. Don't let Satan play a game of telephone with you. No, sir. And so Satan started to release a power through the ages now. His desire to corrupt the original seed of God. You say, I want you to dig in a little bit, young people. If we read in the scripture, we read about the powers that were, were released in Revelation. We know the, the horse riders that were sent out. We know Revelation. And then there's the four living creatures that surround the throne. We know the lion, the ox, the man, the eagle. Amen? Amen. All right. 
If it wasn't for this message, we would be of men most miserable. Everybody has their idea of what that scripture means. One man has a commentary on one way. Some preacher has his idea of what they are in another. But if it wasn't for a prophet, we would be lost. We'd be wondering ourselves, well, I don't know what that means. Maybe it's that. One, one minister in a denomination. He said he had some idea. I won't go into I, for sake of time. I won't read it all. But he, he, he put his idea of what the, the beasts around the throne were. He's like, oh, the lion is because there is courage. And And he was was thinking, you know, it's the wing, it's the eagle, it's the wings of eagles that bring us towards heaven. And they try and come up with some idea of what they think it is. It's a corrupter. That's right. Amen. In Israel, the Ark of the Covenant. That was in the temple. There were four. The, the Israel was, was, was placed around the tabernacle. There were three tribes on this side. Three tribes. Three, 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 and three. Judah. Lion. Dan led the tribes here, the ox. Reuben, man. Ephraim, eagle. And they all were in tight form. Then the gospels were wrote. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Lion, ox. Man, eagle. Says they were protectors of the word. And the tribes were protectors of the tabernacle in type form, pointing to the gospel that were protectors of the word of God. Amen. Guardians of the word. And so Satan is releasing his power. Amen. Brother Brown says a beast. Represents a power. But Abraham says God sent his beast also. So here's Satan now saying, I'm going to corrupt this word. I'm going to send out my uh, my power. Alright? And so he goes to his stables. He says, all right. He bridles up. And leads out a white horse. He says, I need you to ride. Because he's sending a power out now to combat the word. 
So he says, I need you to ride. He leads out this white, innocent looking horse. Clean. Oh, clean looking. And Satan says, I got an answer. And so he gets and he straddles, he gets up on that horse. He says, I'm going to ride. But Abraham says, now you see, he's not only Catholic, but Protestant. Protestant. It's the whole thing. It's the whole organized world. He said, that's the white horse rider. Looking like it's clean. He said, but it's Antichrist. He said, it looks kind of the same. It even looked like Christ on a white horse. Because he said, it's anti. Desiring to deceive the very elect. And so he starts to ride. Starting to feed out teaching. That was contrary to the word of God. The devil is subtle. He's a planner. He's a strategizer. Who plays the game of chess? Only you. I think there is somebody in Uganda that was like a super duper chess champion. Yeah, it was a young lady, right? Nasty. I, I know more than you about chess in Uganda. It's strategy. I'm going to put my, you know, my, my pawn here and my, my knight there because just looking for a checkmate. And so he sends out his power to start to deceive and he moves his pawns starts moving his knight moving his bishop no pun intended and now the ultimate goal is to remove life out of God's church his ultimate goal is to make you cold, structured, organized, so he can remove the life force within you. And so he starts to shift. Well, that's not exactly maybe what it means. You start to pervert the word of God in your own thinking. Well, I don't know if that's really what it meant. You have now injected your own image of what you think this message is. And whether you realize it or not, you have raised up an idol in your mind because it's your now own understanding of what you think it means. 
Ekyo setani chakezao kula ete chini bwechi tu dala dala. Not your own idea. Not man's interpretation. Amen. May God's word be true and all man's be alive. But that white horse went out to ride. So it could conquer the church. And cease the life force from it. Yes. What happened? But God said, That's okay. I, I, I see Satan trying to ride. He's like, I got a power too. I can release something too. And so he calls for a lion. He says Satan just released his white horse. He just released his deceptive power. He's trying to pervert my word. But I have something to come back to Bring out a lion. Now send my word forth. And that lion anointing started to descend upon the apostles. Because it was going to spread forth that true word of God. With force and strength. Amen. He, scripture says in Acts. He says, but ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Ye shall be witnesses of me in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and all parts of the earth. They were to receive a power. They didn't even know where it came from. But God anointed them to go forth and preach the word. Amen. Amen. Paul says, after my departing, previous wolves will come in among you, speaking perverse things, strong Therefore, watch and remember. Amen. He was warning them. And the lion started to roar. And the scripture says the lion hath roared. And who but fear? Peter went out there boldly after the day of Pentecost. A power descended upon them. A mighty rushing wind blew through. He busted out of the doors. He said, Men and brethren, repent. Amen. Amina. Come on. They're like, who is this guy? This is an illiterate fisherman. He doesn't even know how to sign his name. <laughs> it, God don't really care what you know. Why don't you can't sign your name? What matters is that a power to send. And take a grip of you. And you go forth. You speak Amen. Amina. He stood boldly in the face of the world at that time. Yeah, Why? Because it was a lion anointing. Hey, you're in Africa. You know what lions are. They ain't afraid of nothing. 
They walk like they own the jungle. Because they're king. And that's why that spirit descended. That power descended. It descended on Paul and Silas. There they were chained up. There their arms chained to the ground. Oh, but they started to praise. They started to worship. In the face of crisis. Of disaster. Of disaster. They weren't running away. They weren't frozen. What do we do? No, a boldness came about them. They praised him. They said these circumstances don't bother us. And what happened? That jail shook apart. Their they walked out of there. It was the lion demonstrating its might. In the book of Acts. Amen. Amen. But Branham says that Antichrist was writing his false teaching. God his teaching out. The Lion of the tribe of Judah, which was the Word made manifest in the Holy Spirit. He says that's the reason the early church had healings and miracles. Visions, Visions and power. Amen. Amen. He says. It's because it was a living word. In the form of the lion of the tribe of Judah. Riding out to combat. Now you got it? He sends his power. The Antichrist. God sends his word. They clash. Amen. Amen. He says, I think the disciples in the early days, no education, no ability, no earthly speaking, no degrees, no denomination, one thing. That was the Holy Spirit that they received on the day of Pentecost. They didn't need nothing else. He said they didn't need no more. He said under this inspiration, I will build my church. Amen. What a time that was when the lion was roaring. Amen. Peter and John. Peter Neokan. Walking through the gate beautiful. Ngabatambula kuwankachoya itwa beautiful. Ngabatambula. Here was a beggar on the side of the street. Waliwe aliasabili zao kulugudo. Alms. Mnyambe nyamba chikumi bayo. Peter says. Peter nagamanti. I don't have silver. Sina zabu na feza. I don't have anything of that nature. Sina chindu chifanangecho. I can imagine Satan was looking down on that moment. 
He'd sent out his white horse. And here now he was looking at an instance down there. He's saying, what's this? What exactly is happening? Peter says, have I none, but such as I have. Give I to thee. Rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Satan didn't even know what to do. He said, oh my goodness. Something just happened. That's right, devil. That was a power that was released into a people that come against the darkness of the Antichrist. Amen. You know what Brother Branham said? He said one hundredth in the days of the lion power was released. One hundredth of them listened to that lion. One hundred. Satan said, My goodness, what do I do? I need to change my tactic. So he goes back to his stable. And he pulls out another horse. Another power. He leads out. All right. I can deal with this. So he jumps off the white. And gets onto the red. Brother Branham says a red horse. And his rider goes forth. Same one. Just another power he's riding. He said, a power given to him to slay with a great sword. He said, this is Satan again. It's the devil in another form. He said, it's a man, this man has a sword. He says it pertains to the church. He said, it's a political war. And he said, it changed from the innocent white a bloody red. Is it alright if you're not going to believe my perversion? You're not going to just take my little, my little tweaks to the I'll just wipe them out. I can't twist them, I'll kill them. And one by one now, Satan starts to destroy God's people. 68 million martyrs. Hundreds, hundreds after hundreds. A spiritual disaster was upon the earth. That's right. Amen. And the Antichrist then went from spirit, went from deeds to a doctrine. Crowning a, crowning a false prophet now. Church and state now had power. It was 
And God said, all right. Seen this coming. I'll bring out my power. Amen. I know exactly what's needed. I know exactly what is needed. I know how to react to this. So as the enemy's tactic shifted, God said, that's okay. I have another anointing that I can send to my people. And so out went forth the anointing of an ox. And willingly, one by one, they were kicking and screaming. They weren't fighting it. They willingly went to the Into the arena they went. To the stake to the stake they went. In fact, there was an account of one sister. Her name was Perpetua. This just gives you an idea of the anointing. That was inside of them. They didn't even know what they were doing. How it switched from a lion anointing to an ox anointing. That's okay. If my Savior demands me to live, lay my life down, so And this one lady's little sister. She was there in prison. She had been put in prison for, for, for being a Christian. I won't go into all details. But here she was. She had a little baby. And, and she, she was, they were, her father was just so dismayed and she was, he was trying to make her to recant. Trying to tell her, you, you, just, just stop being a Christian. Just, just recant of this. She pointed to a, a vase. Um, like a, like a, a bowl. She said, what is this, Dad? He said, well, that's a, that's a bowl. She says, it can't stop being what it is. She says, I can't stop being who I am. I can't just give up a Christian. Well, I'm not a Christian anymore. It doesn't work that way. Something inside of her driving her a power within her she says, I must, if I must, I'll lay my life down. And there inside the prison with her was another little, another sister. And she was pregnant. And she was almost ready to deliver. And she was so distraught because she was worried that she would not be able to give her life because they wouldn't send her to the arena being pregnant. And, 
Nteri bainzobu tanzita Olokuwa atendi gulubuto she prayed that she would give birth so that she could join her fellow Christians at the appointed day. She gave birth. She gave birth and joined Perpetua. And they stood there as the, the wild beasts tried to consume them which it didn't it just, it just hurt them it hurt them and so they had to bring out some gladiators this is showing you the power you say how could they do that your mind is telling you right now I don't even know if I could do that it's okay you're wondering, what would I do? I'll let you hold that thought. We'll get there. And out came the, the gladiators. And Perpetua, they had knelt down. And the soldier that came to take her life was a novice. And he struck her with his sword. And it didn't kill her. And she took his sword. And she guided it. And said, and, and he then killed her. I said, Lord, what a power. That they could willingly lay their life down. It wasn't their own desire. It wasn't something that they conjured up inside. They said, All right, I, mean, I can do this today. That's not how it worked. It was something else. It was another force that was coming inside of them. God was sending his ox anointing, a protector of the word of God, so that he had a People, so that the seed of incorruptible would continue through the ages. Amen. Satan is like, what is going on? For every one I kill, there's a hundred more behind them willing to lay their life down. How can this be? He couldn't figure it out. It enraged him. As he tried to stomp out every single believer. Brother Branham says in the days of the ox. Just a teeny little drop. Of them listen to the ox message. Amen. God doesn't need many. He just need one to plant his seed into. Amen. 
So Satan's getting really frustrated. He's like, I forced millions to recant. But it's not enough. So I got to go back to my stable. I got to bring out another power. I got to figure out what to do here. Every time I bring one out, every time I straddle a new power, my enemy sends out something greater. You think Satan would have learned by now, huh? Nope. So he goes back to the store. Out he brings out a black horse. But Abraham says, he says, it, we have just a little strength. This was a dark age. He it was midnight for them. For the true believer, the Catholicism had taken over. All that didn't agree with Catholicism was killed. All hope was gone. He said in his black horse, starts to ride. Uh, I'm sure Satan thought victory was close. Ha 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 ha! I know exactly what I'm doing now. He corrupted it so much. Now he starts charging for prayers. Indulgences. The Holy Eucharist. This is the literal blood and body of Christ. Completely deforming the word. That's why it was a black horse. But Abraham says, capturing the wealth of the world. He says the scale weighing out if you go into scripture, how the scripture reads. A measure of wheat for a penny. Three measures of barley for a penny. Brother Branham said he was stripping his subjects of their money. You say, well, that's a long time ago. No, that is still happening. You know that to remain in good standing as a good Catholic, you have to confess your sins once a year. Come on. Okay, if you want to be a good Catholic, once a year you have to confess your sins. My goodness, Paul says, I die daily. He says, but in a survey done a couple years ago, three quarters of Catholics said they go to confession less than once a year. And or not even at all. 
So now you can get a partial indulgence to reduce your time in purgatory. You know, they outlawed indulgences in 1567. That was back in Martin Luther's day. They still but you know, now you can make a donation. And so, you know, if you give some donations, you can limit, you know, and you know, some indulgence kind of yeah, one. They call it a plenary indulgence per sinner. It still happens today. You think that power isn't riding? It was riding, and it still has continued. And it stripped the people. But once again, God said, that's okay. He says, I'll just send out another anointing. I'm going to bring my church back from idolatry. Back to God. And so he sent out the anointing and power and intelligence of a man. Brilliant minds with language. Brilliant minds of language with language. And different ones like Martin Luther started to push back. And created a force that took on the Catholic Church. Can you imagine? The Catholic Church back in the 1500s, this was the dominating force. I'd say you are almost insane to try and go against them. At least that's what someone would think. But Martin Luther, he didn't even know. You start to see and look around. This is crazy. This isn't God's word. This isn't what it says in the scripture. The people don't have the scripture. They need to be able to read the scripture themselves. This is false doctrine. And God gave them the ability to translate. Put it into the word into German. To get it in English. But Abraham says they were under the inspiration of the Spirit of God. That's what drove them. To push back against the power of darkness. Listen to this. But Abraham says, how could men do anything else? I want you to catch this. How could men do anything else besides the power that God has released to them? Catch that, young people. How can you do anything else? How are you? How can you do anything but? 
do exactly what God's power has released you to do. More Martin Luther didn't even have a choice almost. Something drove him. Whether he knew it or not, whether he knew it or not. He had to translate. Night and day. I've got to get this word out. I've got to go and look what does the Greek say. What does the Hebrew say? Why are you doing this every day? You're sleeping. They're hunting you. They want to kill you. I don't know, but something in me. A power is driving me. And I can't help but do this. Brother Bram says the opening of the seals. The powers that let loose. The powers that let loose. He said the anointing and they couldn't do nothing else. He said the church responded. Amen. Amen. The church responded to the power that was released in our age. And you and I can do nothing else. Amen. Amen. As we try and close here. Satan with the ultimate frustration. He says, all right. There's only one thing I can do. But it'll be my best. The Reformation had ended. The great whore had produced many harlots and denominations. And Satan says, I got one final power. This will be the final blow. And so he goes back to the stable. And he pulls out his pale horse. Now he walks around that. He says, ah. I saved my best to last. He admiring the power of death. That's what it was. He said, this is my final charger. And I'm going to laden it with any, every ornament of darkness and fear. I got one, I got one final ride. He puts his leg over on the saddle. Are you ready? Satan thought he had it. And Brother Branham says it's revealed now who it is that's riding. 
death starts to ride. Saints is, I'm here to complete the process. I'm here to bring eternal separation Nenda you know, there's nothing more fearful to man than death. Someone that doesn't have Christ, death is very fearful. And a culmination of all of his beasts, all of his powers. And he's injected his corruptness into the churches. Now there's a lax living. There's a falling away. Churches in their worship. More like rock and roll than anything. Because the life is gone. Because death is riding. So death now is tearing. Through the land. But once again, every time Satan underestimates Satan who he is combating, because God said, All right. You have death riding. He's like, I send out the lion. I sent out an ox. I sent out a power of a man. But I've got a different power. Those Amen. were all earthbound powers. Those were all earthbound. But I've got a different anointing. I've got an anointing that I'm going to send out to my people. That's not going to hold them to this ground. It's, a, it's an anointing that flies high in the sky. Amen. He says, I have a power. I'm sending out my eagle anointing. It'll be everything that all those ages were. I'm and I'm going to reveal the mystery of who I really am. What a power! Said it's okay, death. It's okay, death. You can ride all you want. But I've got a seed bride. It'll be filled with my power. And the life inside of them. I don't care how strong your death is. I have put an incorruptible seed inside. I'm going to anoint this age. I'm going to anoint this age. I'm going to send them soaring into heavenly places. And death itself. All the power of hell. Will never defeat my bride. Glory. Amen. That's the power of God's place. 
inside this age. It was a lion anointing at the beginning. It was an ox anointing. It was a man anointing. But God has put a power in you. In spiritual darkness. A crisis moment. A flood. A flood of darkness. But God has raised up a standard. God's raised up a standard. How do I do this, Brother Michael? How do I stand in this wicked day? How do I walk through all the to my school? How am I a pure virgin young lady? How am I an undefiled young man? How do I walk unaffected by this world? The same power that took a little lady to her death. The same anointing that let them lay their life down. The same one in Peter and Paul that can preach the gospel is the same one that has anointed you with the power inside to defeat death. Amen. Amen. That's why Satan hates the word. He hates it because it's your protection. And the revelation of this word is the power inside of you. God revealing to you who you are. That, that, word, that revelation. Brother Bram says, Yes. Satan hates revelation. But we love it. We love it with true revelation in our lives. The gates of hell cannot prevail against us. Let's not leave it right there. The gates of hell will not prevail against us. But Brother, Brother Branham continues. But we, we, you, Prevail against them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the power inside of you. That's what God has anointed you to do. Scripture says Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. That means you are Hebrews 13:8 today. Amen. That means you are Hebrews 11 today. Because Moses forsook Egypt. By faith, Rahab. By faith, Noah. By faith, Uganda will stand against an evil age because there's a power. Hallelujah. Amen. By faith, they stopped the mouths of lions.
Place yourself in the scripture. Where take him a Bible? Amen. Quench the violence of fire. Bazikiza. Escape the edge of the sword. Nevaona echitala. Out of weakness were made strong. Waxed valiant in the fight. Turned to flight the armies of the aliens. This is you. In this day. Because in you is a power to overcome. Amen. Amen. Don't wonder. Well, where is it coming from? It's in you. It's already there. Every child of God, it's already there. When the, when the time comes for you that you need to make your stand, at your workplace, at your school, with your family, like the martyrs of old, a power will rise up within. And you will stand the test. Amen. You know what little extra part that you have? <laughs> I'm closing right here. I closed my Bible. It's all done right here. I'm done. My apologies. You know what little bit extra of power that's laying there that you might not realize? A shout has gone forth. Waiting for a voice of the resurrection. And in you is a power. That there will be a moment. Where suddenly you just start to climb. You start getting a little higher. Like, I didn't know that's in me. It's in you. Because that is dropped into this age. A rapturing power. Is placed inside of a bride for this day. A quickening power. This age. This day. This people. Glory, that's you. I'm sorry, devil. But death can't hold us. No, sir. You can ride that horse all you want. But there's an eagle anointing that's inside of you and me that'll soar above as death is reaching out there saying, come back here. Sorry. 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 I've been anointed for another realm. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us stand and praise our Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, you can praise him. Amen. Praise him with your mouth. Praise him with your lips. Tell him hallelujah. 
Satan fights revelation. He cannot stand it. He knows if the people get the true revelation of the true church and what she is. If we can know who we are, that's what we have today. The Lord was reminding us who we are. If we know who we are and what we stand for, that we can do the greater works. And He says that if we know that, we will be an invisible army. An army that the devil cannot defeat. I want to say that we will be a generation with power. That power is within us. Well, you may say, I don't feel that power. Those sisters might have said, I don't feel nothing. I'm not excited. But when the moment came, the, the power just showed up. Like our brother preached. Those sisters and those brothers, they had no choice but to follow the power of the that was revealed to them. How many here? How many here? How many here would willingly die? Someone says, I want to kill you and you just show up. All of us here love our lives. Nobody wants to die. Even those sisters do not want to die. But as Brother Michael was speaking, that really smote my heart. And that sister. Did you hear the prayer she prayed? She said, Oh God, help me so that I deliver. So that I can be able to also die with my brethren. And God answered her prayer. That was an anointed prayer. That prayer was anointed with the anointing of the hour. And also we have the anointing of our time. You may not feel nothing. You may feel powerless, defeated. Listen to me, young people. You may feel like you are a sinner. Maybe one of you is backslidden and you are here. And you know you are a backslider. And you, you're feeling so defeated. You can't make it. That you, can't, you don't know what to do. You've had the good news today. Hallelujah. And I want to just say it in one moment. You have no choice. You have no choice. But only to follow this power of the anointing. What is the anointing that is revealed to us? What is it? The ego anointing. The word has sounded. The message has gone forth. And I tell you, if we believe this message, we've had a brother this, this service 
had a lot in it. And very important things were said. He said, let's go and listen to the message ourselves. I do not know how many here listen to the message. Or read the message. Some of us, we wait for our pastors to study, read the message, and bring it to us. Can we leave these meetings? with a resolution to begin listening to the message yes I understand you feel defeated sometimes don't worry just listen to the message as, as long as you listen that anointing that ego anointing will come upon you you know, that's the power he said he will send. The word is a power. A power. A power to change. Listen, you cannot listen to the word and you remain the same. Even now as we were hearing. And maybe your body might be tired a little bit. Like, oh. Listen, your body is tired but your soul was feeding. Your soul was feeding. And your soul was receiving power. You don't know how you will overcome the world. Or but I tell you what, you have no choice. Whether the devil likes it or not. Whether I want it or not. As long as I was in the mind of God. And I hear this message of the hour. I have no choice. But to believe this message. I I have no choice but to walk in the life of the world. Listen, if you are a backslider, you have no choice but to repent. You don't want to repent. You have no choice. As long as you sit in these services, something is going to happen. And even now, something is already happening. I have no choice but to bring forth that power within me. Oh, I have no choice but to bring forth that anointing the power of that anointing of the word of my day. A generation with power. We have this power within our earthen vessels. For a moment, why don't we all just close our eyes for just a moment and while we are standing and meditate on the things we have heard. Hallelujah. It's just about time for our lunch. But before we think about lunch, can we just have a moment, friends? Maybe you're fine, but there is someone here who needs God. And you don't know. Maybe some young person came. 
They might even have been forced to come. You might be here and you were forced to come. Maybe by your parents or by your friends or by your mother. And you said, I won't go. But they said, You must go. And maybe you were a backslider. Maybe you were. Your soul is seeking for something. And you say, Lord, I'm powerless. And you, 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 you're like, Lord, I'm powerless. I don't know what to do. But we have heard today. We are a generation with power. And that power is within your soul. And you can say, Yes, Lord. I want to just yield myself. And even as you were hearing the word of the Lord, the Lord just touched your soul. I wonder who is that person here. Say, so Lord, I just want to yield myself. I will not just, I will not do an altar call. But just where you are standing. God is just seeing your heart and the desire of your soul. Can you surrender your heart to the Lord? Just lift up your hand and say, Lord, I need your help. I can hear my say. Can you help me, Brother Enoch? Calling. I can hear my say. I can hear. I can hear my holy Yes, Lord, take thy glory The Lord has led you here this morning. Say where he leads me. Sing it. of revelation and power that you've never seen before. Do with me what you please this morning. I'll go. 
a darkness at this time. But even through that darkness this morning, can you lift up your hand and say, Lord, even through this darkness, I want to go with you and lead me through it, Lord. You can lead me to new heights, new oh, so heights Lord, of revelation. Here I am, Lord. I'll go with him through the darkness. Can you sing it now? I'll go with him. Oh, yeah. I'll go with him. I'll go with him. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. I'll go with him. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, I'll go with him. Sing it again. I'll go. I'll go with
name at this time. Hallelujah. Bless the peace name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, oh, God wants to meet you at this time. Power in the name of Jesus, oh, yield yourself. Break every chain. Break every chain. Yield yourself, friends. Break every chain. Let those chains be broken off of your life. Break every chain. Let them break. Break every chain. Oh, hallelujah. Break every chain. There is a great anointing here today. There is power in the name of Jesus. It's not by your power, 
is not by your ability. It is not by your ability. It is by His power. The power of the Word. The power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost.
Where the devil can do us no harm. Satan, what is up to Amen. How many feel the devil can never reach us under Amen. Let's sing this song together. We sing right under the blood. We sing right under the blood. We sing right under the blood. Where well, the devil will do me no harm. Well, we sing right under the blood. We sing right under the blood. We 
Amen. Amen. Let's sing this song. I love so much. You're my brother. You're my sister. Take me by the hand. Together we'll work until he comes. There's no fault that can defeat us. When we walk inside by side. And you believe that. You're my brother. You're my sister. So take me by the hand. Oh, together we will until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat. 
Amen. So uh, I just want to, as we wait upon Pastor to give us direction. Amen. We'll just sing this song. We are marching to Zion. Amen. Come we that love the Lord and let us be known. Join in a song with sweet accord. Join in. Heavenly 
Yes, too. 